1: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
2: This is Steve, Kurt, and Eric here with the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, and I just got to tell you guys what I got in my hand right now. It's the Badlands Tree Stand Pack. Badlandspacks.com has made the best tree stand pack that you could ever have. Hey, whoa.
1: Way too many packs in that sentence you just
2: did right now. I'm just, I have a leaflet with the word pack in every single pocket, nook and cranny that you can fit into this pack. It is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It is the greatest pack you've ever seen? I promise that. But in all serious
1: though, the tree stand pack, in our opinion, is the best pack for hunting out of a tree stand. It's got, what's the stash? Pouch Call? Stash Pouch. Is that what the it
2: st- is? It's called the Stash Basket, ladies and gentlemen. The oh. Stash Basket. The Stash Basket. Dude, this pack is tree stand friendly. You can get your hydration in there so you can get a, a water pack. Quiver can uh
3: But
1: no, hold on. At- Most important of all, your grunt call, your range finder, everything you need for bow hunting out of a tree stand is at the ready. No fumbling through your pack. Hey, that big buck is no longer going to get away. 20 yards, straight through the lungs, call a day. This episode is also brought to you by Creative Critters Taxidermy by Mark Reif. Some of the best quality taxidermy money can buy. You spend all that money to go after that big buck, and then when it finally happens, you don't want to cut yourself short on a crappy taxidermy mount. Best thing you can do, Creative Critters Taxidermy.
2: And also, when you want to stare at that mount and you want to eat that deer that you shot, Smith's Custom Meats right there in Viola, go ahead and check out com for all your deer processing needs. Viola, Illinois. Episode fifty three coming to you live. We're live, but you're hearing this at a later date from the Buckatorium Studio at sixteen hundred Buckslayer Place, Sheerard, Illinois. Small town, nothing to do but drink beer and wonder what the zip code is here. <laughs> Working class bowhunter podcast. Very, very true.
1: Yeah, I don't know it. I don't
5: think
2: anyone um,
1: Kurt's in the building. Um, yeah, we got Eric here too.
0: Logan's here too.
1: And uh, I think we should get right into it, Steve. I'll let you do our introduction of our awesome guest this well, week
2: on the uh, ClearshotArchery.com uh, dot com phone line. Making your phone calls as clear as that peep site will make your shots. Nice. Uh, no, I just—I don't know I, what you're I, waiting I, for I, me to do to compliment you. I just—I I like that so much that I'm smiling. <laughs> We've got our good buddy Baker Levitt on the phone, or as he's known as now as Black Baker. What's going on, buddy? Nothing much, man. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing well. And if you don't know who uh, Baker is, he's from Kill Cliff, which uh Kill Cliff Recovery drinks and cold brew. It's across. delicious. Oh, Amazing. It's good. If you it's guys awesome. don't know about it now, you're going to find out here a little bit. Um,
1: and I'll be honest right now, Baker, I'm the only asshole in the studio right now who doesn't have a kill clip hat on. Yeah. We're, we're,
5: we're all wearing them, but Kurt. <laughs> so
1: I'm sorry. Did, did I ever send you one? Yeah, you did. I'm just not wearing it. Okay. And I apologize. <laughs>
4: That's now, fine. Now it's intent.
3: <laughs>
4: we, uh,
2: I want to get right into it here, here, Baker. Um, there is something that Baker does this, uh, podcast now. And, and I just want to bring up to our listeners, um, just something here i want I want people to hear this. I want to address this right now, so just uh listen up, guys, listen to this
4: Steven moeller uh, he has a podcast himself. Do you think I'm pretty? No, Stephen, you're like two hundred and seventy five pounds and you're like five foot two. I don't find you
3: attractive at all.
2: You said, and I quote, you wanted questions, and I asked you if you thought I was pretty and you said the answer. I
4: said was, you're, you're two hundred and seventy-five pounds and you're five foot two. No, I do not find your track. Yep.
2: <laughs> and that's why I need to, because I need to address the rumors right now. Okay, all right. I am not five foot two. All right, I am five foot seven, and I am super proud of it. So I just want to set the record clear with everybody. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I just I want to make sure everybody knows that I am not five foot two. Did
4: I get the weight right?
2: I was having a fat day that day, but whatever.
4: <laughs> uh, was, you know, one for two. I'll take it. Um, but no, that's been kind of fun messing around with that stuff. Like, I, you know, I've just basically been testing the waters, and all I've been doing is just going in the studio and recording some random stuff and just seeing if there was an interest level in it and if it would stick. And I just put it up on uh, Vimeo. It's the Panic Room with Black Baker. Um, and... In the past, I think I've been doing it for a couple, uh, two weeks now, maybe three weeks, and it's been downloaded in 54 countries worldwide.
3: Wow.
4: That's um, awesome. Yeah. So I, um, I'll probably do actual, the actual podcast thing, like getting up on, doing it up on iTunes and Stitcher or whatever those other things are. Um, I just got to find the, the time in the day. I recorded another, uh, episode last night. Um, And what really, I didn't really have a plan or knew what I was going to talk about. You know, I just, it was like, I'm going to talk about whatever I want to talk about when I want to talk about it. And uh, my brother actually wound up calling in. uh, And I have a lot of like just nutty friends that are hilarious. And my brother wound up calling me during recording two weeks ago for the second episode. And he had no clue that I was recording him. And I just, you know, I just held the phone up to the microphone and just let it talk. And it was, I was asking him dumb questions. He's a, he's a physician and I was like, you know, what does it mean if I have blood in my number one and in my number two? (laughs) And like, I'm just keep this in mind. I'm 40 years old and so, and my brother's 36. So me talking to him that way. It absolutely sends him over the edge. He gets so pissed off, he gets angry. Um I mean he's a typical doctor, you know, I mean just like they're the smartest people in the world and everybody else is an idiot. But um you know, it was really, really funny. And then last night my buddy uh Ryan Sheen, he's one of my closest friends, he actually lives down in Meredith, Mexico and um he's one of the funniest people I know and I got him on the phone and he didn't know I was recording. Um and I, I, there's, there's a couple stories that he has that he tells, um, and I was trying to get those out of him. One of them is, uh, you know, when he got kicked out of a—he he plays a lot of poker—and he got kicked out of two poker rooms for pissing people off, talking shit at the table. <laughs> sounds like
0: Steve. Um, <laughs> sounds like Doc Holliday to me. But
4: and then the other story is um, that I really like to try and get out of him is he was a pitcher in high school and
3: savannah high
4: had a girl on the team and ryan had this thing where he would just hit batters i mean he would just knock the shit out of them <laughs> <laughs> but he was a left-handed pitcher and he ryan had a, a he had a major league pickoff move to first i mean like it was as good as anyone that's ever played the game so he, he was an okay pitcher at best and a horrible batter but he, his pickoff move to first was 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 gnarly <laughs> And so he he drilled this chick in the knee, <laughs> and uh she took the first, and then he turned around and picked her off, and then gave you know the thumb over the shoulder like get out of here, and the the you know the umps fought and kicked him out of that game, and then there was this <laughs> another story that's, that's, that's so funny it was when he was a freshman in high school, this Ryan played baseball year round. He played fall ball. He played tournament ball he played spring ball he played summer ball he played baseball all year mm-hmm. and there was this guy same grade as ryan and like tried to you know hook up with ryan's girlfriend when they were freshmen and for the next four years every single time that ryan faced him he would drill him with a damn baseball <laughs> every time <laughs> He hit him twelve times in four years. Oh <laughs> That's awesome. That is hilarious That's
1: accuracy.
3: Yeah, it is. <laughs> and so, so I
4: that... asked him. I said, I said, I said, did the guy ever figure that out? And he was like, Nah. And I was like, Listen, if someone hits me with a ball more than once, like, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm gonna know about it. But twelve. And he said, and he said, there's a lot of times when you duck out of the way. So, um, so it,
5: c- <laughs> it could have been more than twelve.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like
4: the guy never like but, uh, put
1: it together like maybe there's something too every time this guy hits a ball yeah, line drives at my
2: face. There's no,
5: something
4: going on in no, here. He didn't get it. I think the guy was kind of stupid too. I
5: mean Ryan
2: kind of alluded to the guy. because yeah, he idiot, probably sits there and gets hit hits with hit with baseballs. I mean he had to be kinda of stupid
4: he hasn't,
5: to, he hasn't figured anything out yet.
4: I know. Yeah. And and Ryan's Ryan's six four, six five. I mean he's not like a... He's not a small guy. I mean, like, you look at him, you remember him, you know?
3: Yeah. Um,
4: But anyway, so he he wound up. I got him on the phone last night. And that's kind of, I think, what, you know, in my crazy life up to this point, there's a lot of really interesting characters in it. And there's, you know, been a lot of really crazy stuff that's happened. So I think that's kind of one of the things I'm going to kind of focus on is just kind of telling stories from my past and getting unsuspecting friends on the telephone, you know. Yeah. I'm to... Now, the problem with that, the problem with that is when they don't know you're recording. So it's a genuine yeah. humor. Yeah. It's genuine. They're not, they're, they're not like nervous or anything. Like, I mean, me, I get on the podcast, I talk forever, I don't care, but someone that's never done it or is not comfortable with public speaking, you know, you, they think they're on the phone with a buddy, and then all of a sudden they realize they're being recorded. They They tend to they tend to lock things up. But <laughs> yeah. you also run the risk because there's no telling what in the hell is going to come out of their mouths.
3: That yeah, that's true, true. Yeah. That well, true.
1: We get people that come in here, and we talk clean recorded on our podcast. Like We're all working class guys, and you know how it is when you're at work working oh, yeah, on stuff. No. Your language <laughs> gets a little loose. Um, but when we get people on for the first time in the podcast, like if they're in studio, it's like you talk through a stencil almost and it's not as... You
5: talk to her a
0: filter. I, yeah.
1: A filter, yeah. I, so. I
0: still tense up to this day, you know, doing it. But I haven't done it as much as you guys since I'm always busy. So. We'll yeah, out. you
4: just, that's what the thing you just gotta, you know, like, you can cuss too much, and, but there's, cussing is an art. But, you know, my thing is, like, I mean, they might tell stories that the public doesn't need to know about me. You know, or like... <laughs> Next you thing know. you
5: know, your wife's breaking up with you. And...
4: Yeah, or something like that. Like, yeah, remember that time in Mexico? You know, it's like, no, no,
2: no, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> <I> don't remember <laughs> that. No, you're being recorded. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Don't
3: say that.
4: Um, but, uh it's, you know, not like so, the,
2: yeah, it's... It's not like it's, in, it's, in uh, Goodfellas, you know, when... uh I can't remember Joe Pesci's character when they knew they were being recorded. Everybody walked in, they had their hands over their mouths, and they're like, "Look at these guys! They're across the way. They're looking at us." <laughs>
4: oh yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah yeah. They don't want to read their lips. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So it's uh kind of working on that, and then obviously you know still doing the Koko thing. But um, you know, just kind of messing around with that, and you know, I, I've met and, and friends with some pretty neat people. Um, you know, and I, you know, I think it's it'd be good to kind of get. But they give a platform for some of those people and some of my experiences to share with some people. So But um and then also, you know, I'll do a lot of hunting stuff on there, you know. But uh you know, our, our duck season ended on Sunday, which is always, you know, depressing. Yeah. Um
0: for sure.
2: We haven't had deer yeah. season here for oh man, it's like been About a month fourteen days.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like not the, even a month.
2: It's the most depressing time of the year, and then all of a sudden, girls are like, "Well, it's Valentine's Day. You should buy me presents. Why don't you buy me an extra month of deer season?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm go I'm,
4: exactly. going shed, I'm going shed hunting. Yeah, just give me another month. But no, it's um, I it my hunting season this year was really good. I um I I got I was fortunate enough I was to hunt down in uh, in South Carolina, um, at Braze Island, and then in Georgia, um, and then Alabama, Texas, and Washington. And then um actually in the process of planning um a turkey hunt down in Afiola, Oceola, for Osceolas down in, in Florida. Awesome. Um and actually was talking to Donnie Vincent, I think he might be joining us down there, but we were I was talking to him uh yesterday about it. Really? And um yeah. That's I'm some thinking... guy I
1: want to get him on the podcast. That would be pretty cool if you could make work some of your baker magic for us.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the the interesting thing about um Donnie Vincent is he absolutely runs his Facebook perfectly. For So for a guy like with his, I guess, in the hunting world, um, he's got a cult-like following, and his degree of celebrity, that guy engages and talks to every single fan he has. I mean, like, he likes their comments, he answers them. I mean, he probably spends a couple of hours a day on Facebook just responding to people. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. probably the thing that I the most impressive thing about him to me. Um, and, uh, you know, so I just – I think we're going to go do an Osceola hunt. But what I'm thinking about doing, and this kind of crazy, but I have the ability – I could technically leave area right outside of Orlando, Florida. I can get an Osceola. I can hop in a car. I can haul ass up to Alabama, and I can get an Eastern there.
3: Mm-hmm. I can
4: scoot over, which is about – six hundred and thirty miles to Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I can get a Rio there mm-hmm. and then I can mm-hmm. scoot my ass up to Oklahoma and get a Miriam. Damn. I can do a slam really, really quickly. And I'm really, really thinking about doing that. If,
2: I, I, do, would. if I would if I would. you do that, I will get and I've said this before, and this offer stands with a couple other guys. If you do that I will get a Baker Levitt tattoo somewhere on my body. If you, if <laughs> oh you pull that off, I, I, I won't do it. Then <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> I was going to say maybe I'll you do don't want to do this. No, because I was going to do was... it and make it my
4: profile pic. <laughs> Two hundred seventy-five pounds yeah. of
5: Baker's tattoo.
4: Well, you know that you know what the record is for that, don't you? For a slam, it's isn't it five slam. days? Yeah, I think those guys like a long time ago, like on Real Tree Outdoors or something like that. Real Tree Road Trips. They someone knocked it out in like four or five days.
0: Yeah. I know somebody that has a slam. Your uncle has a slam. Yeah, my, don't he? my uncle has a slam, and for his Osceola, he shot it in Osceola County down in Florida. Dude, yeah, the only cool. Grand Slam oh, really? I'll yeah. ever
2: get close to is at Denny's, man.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
4: need, um, I just need a Rio and a Osceola for mine, uh, and I'll be done. Um, but like, I think I'd really like to, you know, just take like ten days or something. So I, I feel pretty confident I could knock that. Out. I mean, the Osceola and the Eastern. Florida, Alabama. Um, that's that, that. That I mean, there's this no thing as a sure thing, but I mean, that's pretty much a game. Guarantee slam Slam. Would out. you
1: do? Because well, I always thought if I were if I was going to get a turkey slam, I would do. I have a full mounted Eastern, and one full mount turkey is enough for me. But I I figured you know I'd do like a fan mount and kind of like have a, a like a plate saying what species of turkey. That way, people that. Come in and don't yeah, know can The see problem
4: it. with that is it would just take up too much space.
3: Yeah. You know, I mean
4: room. now what? if I had like if I, mean, if I had the if I had the house in like a you know, big trophy room, yeah, that'd be cool as hell. And it would actually be really, really interesting to line them up side by side in a full strut. You yeah,
3: know, yeah. and
4: I, I, I the i I I'm pretty confident I could the Marion would be the easiest one to identify. Um, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. And then it's the, the, in my, for me, the Rio is the second easiest if it's a really bright sunny day. Uh, they're, they're more coppery in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and also because I had two walk up on me last year in Texas on the fifth day of hunting and sit there and stare at me and I couldn't move. And I just, I'll never forget that copper as long as I live because I was just frozen and had been tough hunting for five days. And, um, and then, you know, they just, Literally, turn around and walk away. And so I'll never forget that. Uh, Osceola, if you can see the Spurs, because their Spurs tend to be the most vicious. And then, obviously, they have the East Joy next. But the Merriam, I've shot <clears> – <throat> excuse me, I've got – I think I've got three or four Merriam tail feathers. Uh, I mean, tail fans. I like those because they're big, and I like the white. I know. Really, really That's big. why I wanted yeah.
1: the Merriam so bad, just because I like the white tips on the fan.
4: And- yeah. So, but it's a cool looking yeah, bird. But,
1: well, The thing is too with a lot of people, like I have my full mounted turkey and he's like up on a branch doing, he's gobbling in full strut. And people think that don't hunt or just don't know, they think turkeys are all black and that's not the case at all. You get up there, you turn the light on, you look at different angles you know, there's you see every, yeah, there's color. so, there's just a coloration in there that it change. It's, it's crazy. It's like a chameleon paint job on a car almost. Yeah. <laughs> it, changes it also just
3: depends on the angle. Like yep. what
4: angle the light's hitting and what yep. angle you are. But like, you know, the yep. I shot two uh Miriams in eastern Washington last year and you know, I've seen plenty of turkeys up here. And I gotta be honest with you, man, they're the the, the darkest, blackest Nastiest looking birds I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> I've never <laughs> killed a yeah. him. I want to. Though. My my uncle for his slam, he has them all full mounted in his basement. All of them. All of
5: them. Well, that's awesome. Wow.
0: But you go down to his basement and it's like somebody's trophy room. There's he has trophies all over his. Some wall. guys
1: just <laughs> that,
5: that's what turkey hunting's their whitetail hunting.
0: I mean that's,
4: that's what I mean. That's a minimum. That's two grand right there yeah. for for four full birds.
0: And for yeah. sure, yeah. he yeah. took it At to a, a guy grand. in Missouri. Uh, the Same guy Mark uses for his turkey heads. Oh, I the forget for the freeze it. Freeze drying. Yeah, and it was funny. He just got an elk mount a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and they need new windows in their base in their house. So he's like, told his wife, "Yeah, we'll start in the basement." The time they were starting, the elk head was coming home. So, so he's that's like how he got through. the Yeah, door. he's <laughs> like, I had to put it through the basement window. He's like, perfect time for windows. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I've got um, in this. I've got in our house in Washington. I've got a. Texas buck. I've got some turkey fans. I got a couple of ducks. I got a big old hog head that I need to get up here. But Kelsey's not a huge fan of that because it's a, it's <laughs> massive. It's massive. Um, she's actually sitting in the room right here. It's a massive. massive oh, she is. Um,
2: Hey, tell her I said yeah. hi.
4: Yeah, do
2: They said hello. Tell her I think she's hot. <laughs> oh, God. They think you're hot. <laughs> I don't follow her on Instagram. Kelsey? I don't want her thinking I'm creepy.
4: They said hello, and they think you're hot. Steve does. She said that's very nice of you.
2: <laughs> oh, thank you. Tell her I'm 6'4 uh, and 180 pounds. <laughs>
4: <laughs> She's a big boy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I need to get, like, I've got some, some African stuff. I, I would like to get up here, but um, it's just getting, it's all in Georgia. and like, getting stuff. I guess I just need to do it. I mean, I don't plan on leaving this place. But, you, you've been to um, Africa
1: then? Did I hear that I right? have.
4: Yeah, I have.
1: Can you talk um, about that for a little bit? I mean, we got—we're kind of limited on time, but can can you kind of touch on that? I'm just—I've always thought about curious. it, but it, you know what I mean. In it's...
4: 2000, yeah. And so I took my brother. Uh, he he was in Fort recon, and uh, his last deployment was to North Africa, and he got out in uh, 2003. And that spring, um, we—I took him to Africa for two weeks on a plains game safari as a um just you know a present a gift and i wanted to go and you know i you know i was at the time i was 30 shit, <laughs> <laughs> shit. you were, you were 30 shit <laughs> 2013 that's what 13 shit dude i was 27 years old um no 28 years old and i didn't have any friends that could afford to go um or had the time and so i was like you know what i'll just I'll take my brother so we went, we were there two weeks, we did a plains game package each where we got, we each got a kudu, a warthog, a blessed buck, a wildebeest, um a spring buck, a gimsbuck, not a gimsbuck, uh, um um shit, hold on, kudu, a, ble- a kudu, a blessed buck, a warthog, a spring buck, an impala, and um like wildebeest
1: that's awesome and
4: um man. and then we we wound up shooting i think like eight or nine extra warthogs because it was like the last day of the season and over there the landowner buys the tags in the beginning of the season if they if you don't harvest animals you you know if you don't sell the tags i mean you, you eat them so we got them at cost um oh, that's awesome. So, that is awesome so that was you know I have a really sharp memory and I remember everything about the trip, but I was so immature as a hunter. Yeah. I, I I would wish I could, you know, you can never go back in time, but it would have been nice to have gone and experienced that, um, with the mindset and the maturity level that I have now. That being said, like my brother actually found some of the, some of the tapes we recorded over there, which, you know, um, I need to, I can't wait to get a hold of those. But um <laughs> That was back I mean, we didn't have like, you know, cameras and stuff. It was all, you know, this like, you know, piece of crap cameras and stuff and like a like hundred cameras ago. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean disposable cameras and technology was you know <laughs> the ones isn't the what it is today. Cardboard around them. <laughs> but what you know, what's interesting is I read a study and it said that like people that do things without photographing the event tend to have better and more vivid memories.
1: I believe that they hundred percent.
4: They're focused on the experience and they're not focused on taking photos. It's like, I want to be here in the now and love the ones you're with as opposed to like focusing on running around taking pictures and all that shit. And like that's just added. I know, I know when I go duckling, it's added pressure for me because like, if I don't leave with like really good, like I guess like, content to post on social it's like
1: i've heard that
4: guys are that's like, insane.
2: that's nuts because
4: <laughs> yeah i mean it's
2: it's crazy um because if i can't see them i ain't looking anymore you know
4: what i mean <laughs> like if they're not oh, within yeah. eyesight or
2: yeah. binos it's they,
4: you know they um it was cool uh I, I i definitely will go back with my brother we'll go back at some point um
2: well he's a doctor make him pay for that
4: well, so he's in his final year of residency and then he's got he's going to Stanford this summer to do a one-year fellowship in pain management. But so in the summer of 2017, Mitchell will be like a learned doctor like. I mean, he will be making private practice money. So he knows that he has two trips cuz he owe, we, I took him to Nicaragua as well, duck hunting. Um Damn. And then, and then we—I've t- I've taken him on a few hunts. So you know, we'll we'll—he'll—he'll he'll, he'll do right by me. And if he doesn't, I'll take him somewhere else. My thing is, there's somebody for him to get done with all that, all his, you know, medical training and stuff. So, well, I'll tell you what—you
2: if if he's going to be forking out the money, you need to take, go on the best hunt. Take you advantage. To, of yeah, it. you need to come deer
4: hunting in Illinois.
2: No, Yukon moose.
1: <laughs> take full advantage of that.
3: <laughs>
4: I. So I have, there's a couple projects we're working on right now. Uh, one of them was with Casey Dinkle, um, and John Whiffle, which is 60th parallel up in Alaska. And, um, we're talking about doing a caribou hunt on the North Slope, um, this coming, like late August, um, which, you know, will be exciting. But, you know, you guys said, you know, the moose and stuff. I don't know. My brother wants to go back to Africa really badly and get a Cape Buffalo. I I would like to go back for a blue wildebeest um, and a couple other species, um, you know, but like my thing is like Africa's. it's once you do it, it's either the way I, what I've learned is that people that go to Africa, they either love Africa and that's all they ever want to do is hunt Africa. Or you have a lot of people like myself that have been once, We'll go back for a very specific reason, yeah. but there's other hunting I'd much rather do. Like, I, honest to God, um it, it's an adventure. I mean, just getting there and all that stuff, I mean, it just takes forever. And then, you know, it's just, like, the moment you put boots on the ground, like, you just, the amount of wildlife you see is just overwhelming. Like, you're, we're not used to it. Like you you pull in the in the gate of, of of the place you're hunting, you know, or where you're going and like you instantaneously see 10 species of animals that you've never seen before.
1: That would be just, an experience. That's something though, that I haven't everywhere. had like, the urge to do is do like an African hunt. Like that I mean eventually yeah, maybe, but I just North American animals interest, I mean I would love to do it, don't get me wrong,
4: I'm not saying that, but
1: I want to kill like a it, moose and elk and whatever first, then go and do that stuff, you know.
4: Yeah, so I've so I've hunted in let's see, Africa, South America, Central America, um, and you know, and all over the U.S. and my most memorable hunts, um, have taken place in the continental United States in the Lower Forty Eight, um, just because you're the the friends and the, you know, you go with your buddies, whereas Africa, it takes a very unique person, um uh you know, income level, you know, ability to take an extended period of time off. Um yeah. And, you know, it's it's different, whereas, like, you know, you can get all kinds of different buddies going, hey, we're going to, you know, hunt down in Texas. All right, well, a couple of dudes can't afford to fly and all that stuff. Well, hell, they're just going to drive down there.
3: Yeah. Right. You can't do
4: that in Africa. It's like yeah. everybody's gotta be on a plane. Every I mean it's, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of work. And then after your taxidermy is you, you know, your trip a plane's game hunt plan in Africa is anywhere from four to seven thousand dollars. Which is a lot of money, but in the grand scheme of things in, in the home world that's not that much. But then your taxidermy is gonna basically run you the exact same amount and then travel and all that stuff's gonna run you, you know, three thousand dollars. Um yeah. so the actual hunting is not the expensive part. It's like going to bird hunt in South America. You spend all your money on your shells. You know, it's it's not the actual shooting of the birds. So, yeah, sure. my I, I really prefer to hunt in the states. Like, I'm really excited about um, going down to Florida, shoot Osceola, get, get an Osceola, and some hogs. That really excites me more so than the thought of like going back to Africa. And then
1: that's cool though.
4: Yeah, yeah, and then um, you know, and then I'll, I'll do some more. I'll definitely, if I don't pull that road trip off, I mean, if I, if I don't even attempt it, I'll still go down to Texas. Um, and, well, we'll have and, to check
1: into you while you're, maybe you're in the middle of that, maybe when you're on one trip to another.
4: If yeah, if y'all can tell me how Periscope works, maybe we can do that.
1: Yeah, I don't know how it works either, yeah, so yeah, we can yeah, we'll, we'll, out. We'll,
4: we'll both
2: figure it out together.
1: <laughs> um, hey, ba- I know we're getting tight on time for you, um, and I want. We want to hit you with some rapid fire questions, if that's cool. All right, this, let's hear. Absolutely. This, this can be one answer, quick stuff, or if you got, if you feel like you need to go into detail, that's completely okay too. Um, Alright, let's hear. Favorite camo.
4: Favorite favorite camo. Yep. Oh, uh, that'd be Optifade, the sick Optifade waterfowl. All
1: right, that's the first answer we've had of that. Wow, mark that down. <laughs> yeah. Favorite outdoor magazine.
4: Favorite outdoor magazine? Oh, that's actually tough. I'm gonna have to go with the one that's actually in my hand right now, which is the Backcountry Journal, which is the magazine of the backcountry hunters and anglers.
1: Awesome, awesome. Favorite bow brand?
4: Uh, what I shoot, which is a Bowtech, but I, I, I'm not the guy to ask that question too. I, I, I'm I, I. It's like if you look at like the guns I shoot, and it's what I'm comfortable with and what I'm familiar with. Like you know, I shoot a. My shotgun, um, which is actually in my hand right now, just got cleaned.
3: What do you want, um, like, a gun and a battery. Battery.
4: A4, Our kind of guy right here. It's a Beretta A391 Extrema. I bought this gun in 2005. Like, unless something happens to that gun, I have no intentions of getting another gun. There might be other shotguns better, but that one, I'm, I'm, good. I'm deadly with it, so I don't... But so it goes back to like my bow thing. Like I could not tell you what kind of arrows I shoot. Um, I know that I do shoot raised broadheads. I don't know the grain weight of them. Um, I think I shoot 125s, and I do have some 140s. And then like I have a bow tech 450 with 550 arms on it. And the only reason I know that is because my buddy that gave it to me or sold it to me told me that. I don't know what any of that means, but I'm pretty damn good with it. <laughs>
3: perfect. <laughs> like perfect.
1: It. Backstrap or jerky? Oh, backstrap. Favorite outdoor-related show?
4: Oh, uh, Steven Rinella, Meat Eater.
1: I, that's one of mine, too. Very that's good. a very go. good choice. Okay. Favorite, doesn't have to be hunting-related, favorite podcast?
4: Uh, meat Eater, Steven Rinella. That, wow. That's a <laughs> great
1: podcast <laughs> also. Um, morning or afternoon hunts?
4: Ooh, what species? Uh, anything. You... Ducks in the morning, deer in the evening, and the afternoon. Nice. That's a full day.
1: Typical deer yeah,
4: dark, dark, or dark to dark.
1: Typical deer or non-typical.
4: Uh, see this typical with two drop times.
1: Oh, that's a, that's a good answer. That's a <laughs> <All right>. right. little. <laughs> um, let's go beer or liquor.
4: Beer or liquor. Yep. Uh, Jack Daniels. Just because. Oh. So I live in the Pacific Northwest, and all the beer up here is at, Hippy ass craft beer, it tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I totally so, agree with you there. Yeah,
4: but if it's beer, I mean, I'm a Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Light guy. You
1: know? all, right, all right,
2: all right, all um, right. We're drinking Bush Lattes right now. We kind
1: of talked about this, but I'll ask it anyway. What's your dream hunt?
4: Dream hunt that changes all the time. Um,
1: Today, what's your dream
4: hunt? There you go. I think my dream hunt would be... It's, you mean like a my, okay? My my favorite dream hunt scenario would be going somewhere with a group of buddies that we planned out several months in advance, and there's a lot of chatter going back and forth about it leading up to it, Um and it would probably be shit. Dream hunt right now. What would I mean? I guess it would be cool as hell to do you know, knock out a turkey slam and get some hogs, you know, and start in Florida and just kind of work my way back home up to Washington and stop along the way, you know. huh. you know, that's, yeah, that, cool. that's probably be cool. the best
2: answer we've actually ever got. Yeah, I gotta
1: agree with that one. That's cool,
2: Because yeah, you got tons of critters to blow away at that point.
1: This next question, I'm really excited to ask you because I know it's either going to be a really simple and not exciting answer or it's going to be fun and awesome eva Shockey, tiffany lakowski so or that's other.
4: A, that's that's another interesting question to so one of my dear friends Mark woolley is Tiffany Lakowski's camera guy um I've actually been with i was with him when he completed his slam last year at Texas. I was with him in Nebraska when he got his Miriam. um so he, i mean i can't i don't i mean I,
1: have... I know it's Hold kind of on. a weird question, Hold but that's why we yeah, asked we, it. Yeah, we know Hold Kelsey's in the room. Kelsey. Can you
4: look something up? We Google this? What? <laughs> Eva, E-V-A, Eva Shockey, Eva S-H-O-C-K-E-Y. No, it's a girl. Oh. Hit images. Lo- images, click on images. I love this. I love this. Click here. <laughs> And then click to the right. That's not her. Keep going. That's her. Keep going. <laughs> okay, so that's her. All right, now Google Tiffany lakowski Who in the hell knows that to so that?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: click on this. Yeah, it's got to be
3: kind of which an one do you situation? think is more
2: attractive? Like, you know, if your last name was like Smith or something. <laughs> oh, this is
1: good. This is good. Eva. Eva? We're the only podcast that so asked this us, question, by the way. She
4: says Eva. Oh, she's going I with Eva." No, that's a really young photo of her. Keep going.
2: <laughs> Keep going. It's her baby photo.
4: <laughs> I, you know, I probably I would probably oh, Yeah, so you're going Tiffany. So the thing with uh, Tiffany Lakosky is that that Wisconsin accent, you know, like, that would drive me crazy. But even Mm -hmm. Shockey, like, I don't know. I don't know. There's just sometimes she just looks really bad in photos. Both. (laughs) How about that? There you go.
2: Both that's a fantastic <laughs> answer too. Both well, is acceptable. I mean,
1: man, this is the last podcast we're doing. <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: but I will say this about both of them. Uh, I think they, awesome. they both so Mark has nothing but wonderful things to say about Tiffany Likovsky. And they both seem like really nice people. Like they're not like cheap or, you know, demeaning. I think they, they trade on a set of skills and they're both attractive, but like I don't think that's what they use. Like those girls are both legit hunters, and they legitimately take and harvest legit animals every year. I mean, I don't care if every. That's what makes
1: that question so interesting because it's not just a pretty face. There's like a genuine. Oh, they—they're more
4: knowledgeable in hunting than I am. They They actually know what they're doing. They've forgotten more about hunting than I know. You know, so. um,
5: Right, they're legit. They're
4: legit hunters. So, what's the next question? That is a fun question. That's
1: just a fun question. Um, favorite tree favorite stand tree snack?
4: snack? Oh, that's easy. Copenhagen yep. pouches. That a, that a boy. <laughs> that a boy. Eric, you're putting in some Copenhagen right now, I got a can right. right in front of me. Oh, if
1: you could pick Lord. one superhero one power, superhero what, would
4: power what would it be? The ability to fly. No, teleportation. Yep. Teleport, 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 teleport. <laughs> that
1: is yeah. better answer than flying for sure. That's all we got right now for those. We're gonna add more to that list just so we can keep feeding them. But uh Can you tell people where to find so the your podcast, podcast and what's coming real quick? Yet, but
4: if you want to see any videos involving me, go to the panic room with Black Baker on Vimeo and then it's Black Baker on uh on Instagram and Black Baker on uh on Twitter. Oh yeah, and we'll share see. all
1: that stuff. And, um, you guys, don't can check forget, that out.
2: You guys got to go pick up some some Kill Cliff recovery drinks. I highly suggest the cold brew. I wanted to tell you this: this deer season, um, instead of like having to go to the gas station to get coffee or brew coffee, you just you wake up, you grab that. It just you grab around yeah. the fridge and you just go, and it was awesome. Like that was that's probably. I don't know why any outdoor magazines didn't give that the best product of the That's year. That's
4: very nice of you.
2: <laughs> that it's—I <laughs> I mean, you know, because I like to sleep in a lot. So, you know, if I don't have to make coffee or go through the process of actually pouring coffee, I can just pop a tab and I got coffee.
4: I like to done. hear that. Well, guys, I got to run. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, and we'll do this again soon. Yes, sir. All right, later guys. Thank All you, cool. man. Thank Thanks, you so
2: much. Man. Thanks, buddy. Later, buddy. Bye. <whistles>
1: That was Baker. We knew he was pressed on time. Um, so we we wanted to do a podcast with him anyway. That's the second time he's been on the show. Do a little follow-up. Um, yeah, we love that guy. Um, <laughs> he's, a, he's a riot, man.
2: <laughs> you know, that, that's probably the only guy that... Uh, well, maybe not the only guy, but for right now, he is the only guy that will actually push his non-hunting-related stuff just because it it, it cracks us up. I remember right after we... Well, thing
1: is, the guy, even though his podcast isn't a... Or, It's soon to be podcast, I guess. Isn't hunting related? It's still so entertaining that we're cool talking about it for almost a whole episode.
2: When he when he actually
5: gets a podcast, he's gonna kill it.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a kind of interesting situation uh, what he's got going on, and it's just it's the funniest thing because you'll see him. And there's two episodes. If you've got time to listen to this, I guarantee you got time to listen to both of them because they're about 24 minutes, and it's. Oh, it's It's just—it's actually a super.
1: It's so simple. It's him sitting in front of a green screen. Is basically what it (laughs) is. Just being Baker. And if you can't, it looks like there
5: should be some like a weather map in the background. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like
1: (laughs) just from this forty minutes or whatever we had him on the phone, you can see what kind of personality that guy has. I love to. I could talk to that guy all day. Hey, you guys know what?
2: You You guys know what? Uh, We'll put this up for listeners out there because he does it in front of a green screen. If we have anybody out there that knows how to do computer, like, any of that stuff, if you could take that image, because there's a green screen. I know people can Photoshop, Photoshop images back there. If anybody can get his podcast and put, like, the whole thing and put our logo in the background of that <laughs> the whole time, we'll, we'll hook you up. I, koozies, shirts, phone calls to your girlfriend in the middle of the night, we'll do it. <laughs>
1: but now that was a fun episode i it's always good to check in with baker um that dude's a riot he's always
5: got something interesting going on man um, all the time
1: it's partially our fault that we had we had to run short we uh we're running late ourselves for this episode which we're sorry baker but we love you at the same time for yeah uh,
2: we had some technical difficulties as, as you can tell but um
1: we're figuring it all out um yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're wrapping it up. Shed season's coming up. We got next week. Right around the corner, man. We have a pretty solid shed hunting episode coming up with an added twist to that. So you might want to check that out. Um, we're pretty stacked for yeah. episodes wise for the next few weeks. Um, We've
2: got some uh, some really, really big things coming for you guys. I mean, we keep telling you guys that and we don't let you down. I hope not.
1: We but, might, but uh, yeah,
2: we
1: workingclassboner.com, because we can't ever plug our own website yeah. the way we should. Do we have one?
2: Yes. Yeah, we, okay. have, a oh, we have a website. We have a website now. Workingclassboner.com, oh, oh, we yeah,
1: Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Twitter. Email us, workingclassboner.com. Oh, at and Gmail. we're on Clammer now. That's c l a m m r C-L-A-M-M-R.com, and it's W-C-B podcast. And, and that's
5: only iPhone phones right now, right? Right
1: now, yeah. We'll be on Android. Um, our good buddy, Jay Scott, from the Big Buck Registry um hit me up for that we're on the outdoor podcast um it's like a playlist and you follow that playlist and all the the top outdoor hunting related fishing related um podcasts are all fed into there and you can listen to it it plays a 24 second snippet and then you can decide from there if you want to listen to the whole show So it's pretty
2: so awesome
5: you're want, saying I, we're kind of at the top now no, I I,
2: I wonder <laughs> something about about Jay Scott. Like, I want to know. Like, does, had, he will be on anybody, the podcast soon. Does yes. anybody hit him um <clears throat> to do like narration? Like narrating. He has
1: thing? the the golden voice. He does.
2: That he guy's does. Voice, You even like, said
5: that to him at ATA. I told him that. You, you hear like, him
2: talk, and you are like, "Oh God, if I was a chick." Man. I was I'm talking <laughs> to him. God. We,
1: uh, me, and Eric met him at ATA, and you know we met up, and he's sitting there talking to him like. You know you had the perfect voice for radio and he's like oh, well, thank you so much you know I have a great dog and he's, he's, got,
0: he's got like that perfect oh, voice does oh, not I, I, doesn't I, skip a beat he has I like Morgan Freeman it. voice I, yes.
3: well, it's well, like he, almost he's better like, oh, he's like a
2: white guy Morgan Freeman but he's uh, yeah he's got the we'll go big book rich regi- oh it's, it's so it, great <laughs> it's like i like, think
1: that guy's voice has never just changed he was just as a kid with that same voice and just <laughs> he had the deep voice no, his like, whole if, life and he's if, such if, a good guy so check them if, out if, if i was Buck if registry. i was a
2: pro wrestler and i had his voice instead of like an entrance theme like i would just talk like here i come my name is steve the wrestler <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's if i had his voice but um again I, I know you guys have kind of heard a couple things here there you might check the website but uh Badlands packs uh, com.
1: they just new supporter of the show. We're very excited Brand about that. Brand new supporter,
2: dude. You guys awesome. you guys know Badland like Badlands packs are those packs that you're like, "Man, I wish I could get my hands on those things." Go you get know? one.
1: Well, the, the, the difference is you have a guy that has like his field line pack from Walmart yeah. and then you come up next to him and you got a Badlands logo and you're like, Dang, did you go to Badlands? Like, yeah, I do. Check this thing out, man. Like, they are that good. It's going like, to blow it, that field line out yeah. of the water. It's worth the money. It is worth the money. You might,
0: when you go to look at them, you, won't, you might get like, uh, just just spending the money about it, you know. But, but, but here's It's worth thing. it. You got to add I, in. Lifetime warranty. Yeah. And I got a hip quiver, a Badlands hip quiver. And that thing, I haven't Where did you get it, that at, by the way? My buddy E-Rock over here. Yeah, for my birthday, my, he's my friend too. So. Yeah, but it was my birthday Steve. I'm not giving you anything. But I, it, I anything. haven't used it during 3D shooting. We used it last year with Eric, and that thing is awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna the buy magnets one. are awesome in it. You know, you don't have zippers messing with the zippers or anything. It they're worth it. I mean, I'd say go. You know, I gotta get out go, there and go order buy it. it. I'm yeah. gonna
1: get the black one though, so we're not Twinkies. But uh, they're yeah, awesome. I'm
2: tell you, dude, these these guys are hooking us up. So what you guys need to do. And as, as our dedicated listeners, you need to do yourselves this favor. Like, you need to go out, go to BadlandsPacks.com, buy everything that you got. I know it's tax return season, believe me.
5: <laughs> go buy a nice pack.
2: Go buy the packs that they got out there, and they're really reasonably priced. Like, I always was like, oh, man, those are way too expensive. Got to add they, in
5: lifetime warranty. Lifetime yeah. warranty. I you just get- sent mine in. To get fixed, and yours is old. It's you old. get
2: these. You get these packs in your hands. Uh, Eric had his tree stand pack here, and like we're not going to sit here and blow smoke like we do for an hour, but for this five minute or however long we're going to talk about this, dude, the quality of the packs, even down to the quality of the stickers in the hat.
1: Yeah. You're dragging this out. I'm just going to cut all the bullshit out of that because here's <laughs> here's Go the buy thing. Some
2: stuff. Here's
1: the thing. We wouldn't want to be supported by a company that we thought made shit. And yeah, they don't really. Yeah. shit. Really. It's badass shit. And when I mean that, it's good. So just believe us. We're working class, guys. If we we already bought, go to Urban Pro-
2: if you don't believe. It we had
5: Badlands before they started supporting <laughs> yeah. us. So yeah, you know so it's we good stuff. We
1: spent our money on it, and we work hard for our money, and we don't. We just can't throw it around. That's the bottom line, and that's as real as it gets, right that there.
2: That is a, you. I, I should have just let you. You take just that hit over a home run. Um, that one. We
1: have the Badlands banner on the wall in here. They got a spot in the studio. That's gonna do it for this week. What are we? Episode fifty three. Fifty three.
2: Yeah. 53. I mean, you know, be well, on the lookout. We've got one more files episode to get up and check those out on the website if you really want to get to know uh, all of us a little more. Or if you don't, that's cool, too. Getting the so, trophy. Running. Thanks,
1: guys, for listening. Pretty loose-lipped episode. Sorry about that. Maybe a lot of butt grunts in this episode. Thanks, guys. We will... I don't know how to say You'll hear us next week. How's that? <laughs> Go shoot your bow Later.